Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to cover where the stress goes. We all talk about having stress or being stressed, but where does it go? And what parts of us are being stressed? I wanted to start off with today's quote because it kind of sums it up here, what I'm trying to say. This quote is from Seneca, and he said, The mind should be allowed some relaxation, that it may return to its work all the better for the rest. And again, that's from Seneca. And by returning to its work, I interpret that as returning to our life, our life, our work. So where does the stress go? There are a lot of places in our life that we may be needing rest because the stress has been piling up there. It could be physical, mental, social. It could be creative. It could be your spiritual life, your emotional life, or it could be sensory overload. And that would be the digital world. I want to start there, I guess, because we are overloaded with what we are seeing and listening to as far as the digital world. And it's not just staying up late at night and scrolling, but watching news, the same news over and over again, you know, the same story, but a different slant, a di- somebody else's observations of it or their opinion about a particular issue. That's all well and good to a point. We want to be sure that we are resting and that we are having time where our senses can be relaxing so that we can return to our life all the better for the rest. Now, the reason that it's important that we rest these areas of our life is because constant or chronic stress in the body can begin to cause us issues. Now, people out there listening, I know some of this is going to be familiar to you because I work with people with these complaints and it is real. And it may have been caused by your stress, by it not being relieved over time. Long-term or chronic stress and anxiety can begin causing things such as muscle tension, could be headaches or back pain. Often back pain can't be relieved or it can't be pinpointed what the issue is. And so if that would be the case, there may be other things that you could explore to begin to unravel that. Not that the pain isn't real. I am not saying that. I believe everybody's pain is as deep and painful as they are expressing it to me. But where it is coming from is often a mystery. And I 
have this with clients who are going from doctor to doctor, medical center to medical center, trying to find the basis of it. And so if you are also struggling with anxiety, this may be a good clue to you to step up your need for rest in any of those areas I mentioned, because maybe your stress is becoming chronic and causing you some of those issues. Or it could be things such as having that shortness of breath or breathing shallow, right? Rapid and shallow. It could be that you have heart and blood vessel issues. Maybe it's a blood pressure issue. Your heart rate could be increased. You could be showing high release of stress hormones. It could have chronic fatigue. It could be that it's more of a low mood feeling or a plain old bad immune system. If you seem to catch everything that comes and goes around and you have no other reasons for it, this could be from long-term chronic stress buildup, all of these things. And I mention them because a lot of times we don't think of the stress and anxiety as part of all of these body issues that are also going on with us. We kind of pull the anxiety out and put it in its own little cubbyhole to be dealt with, you know, when you're doing your meditation or when you are doing your breathing exercises. But I want you to consider yourself as a whole and to understand that as much as your body needs to rest, so does your sensory system need to rest and your spiritual self needs rest. Your emotional body needs rest. It's amazing that we kind of put ourselves into pigeonholes and we think everything is separate, but it's all the same and everything influences everything else. For women, some of the impact of chronic or long-term stress and anxiety can be in their menstruation. Their periods may be off. They may be having to deal with hormonal changes that were unexpected. It could be sexual desire changes. It could be gastrointestinal system that has been impacted with bloating, nausea, and digestive issues. I hear that one all the time. And why? Why would our belly be so easily triggered and upset by our stress and anxiety? And that is because we eat three or four times a day, or maybe less. Everybody's got their schedule. But we're eating throughout the day. And if we are stressed, our body is not taking care of digestion. It is keeping us in a fight or flight, freeze or please mode where we are ready to go. All of our energy and blood flow is gone to our extremities and our muscles for fighting. So we're either going to run or we're going to fight or we're going to freeze, which means we completely lock down. Nothing's moving. And that eliminates all of the energy and blood flow and movement needed for that 
digestion of a meal. Because if you think about it out in the wild, if you were running from a bear for your life and you had just had a delightful lunch at the campsite, your body doesn't care if it comes out the other end really quickly just to give you the relief of having to digest it well, because it doesn't matter if you digest your lunch if you are killed by the bear. It becomes a matter of priorities. You need to get to safety. Now, of course, none of us are running from bears, but maybe you look at your boss as a bear, or maybe your email inbox is a bear. A call coming in from somebody is enough to set you off. And so your body goes into that high stress mode, fight or flight, digestion shuts down. That's why the belly gets so much abuse because we eat every day. And if we are in a chronic stress and anxiety state, we are not digesting well at all. And so over time, those simple issues of just not having enough energy to digest one meal becomes the inability to digest regularly. And then we have all kinds of digestive issues that can be coming up from that. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So what does it mean to be well in these areas? To be well, meaning we don't have the stress in all of these areas of our mind, body, and our spirit. Those would be three nice big areas that everything would fall under. Well, to be well in your mind would be that you are relaxed, you are reflective, and you are able to be creative. Your emotional experience would be of loving and having a compassionate heart. And your emotions are a positive part of your daily life. And they're not marked by repeated chronic worry, anxiety, or depression. That would be a well mind. 
And we can all get there. And this is where you can see your mind then giving you the ability to be creative, to pull up with extra energy, things that can make your life beautiful and comfortable and make people smile around you. But we need to be in a relaxed state to do that. It's almost like the exercise is to be relaxed. And that would be the work of Herbert Benson way back in the day with the relaxation response, which is just like the body scan, or we have repackaged and relabeled all these things. And of course, all happening well before Herbert Benson put it into a book. This is how humans are to be recharged, relaxed, because where does all the stress go? It builds up inside of us, in our mind, our body, and our spirit. So a well body would be physical well-being, meaning that you have a joyful, energetic body. Sometimes it can feel like the body energetic is like, wow, I don't remember when I felt that before. Chronically stressed, anxious people are exhausted. It is exhausting to keep that beach ball of anxiety under the water day in and day out. And boy, some of the best actors and actresses I know are people with anxiety, with the ability to put on a good face to still be the pillar of the community, to still be the working mom or dad and come home and be super parent and be dying inside from exhaustion, worry, and just everything inside taking the brunt of all of it. But a well body would be that you have the energy that you need to do the work of the day and everything that you want to get accomplished in your day. And your body feels vibrant and healthy. It doesn't mean that it's perfect, but it means that you have the resources in your body from having that rest that Seneca was talking about, so that you can come back out into your life, and it would be all the better for it. But we forget to take the rest. We forget that the stress has to go somewhere and we have to relieve it. And sometimes it is just through resting. It doesn't have to be a great big action. It doesn't have to be hard or long, but it does have to be on a regular basis. So maybe for you, for your body's well-being, it's important that you get out and move your body. That would mean you need to do that on a regular basis. And it's like when we talk about doing mindfulness, we can be mindful throughout our day. We don't have to separate time out to be mindful in our day. We just have to be aware of what's going on around us. And we can be aware of our breath at any moment. Just come back to it. And those little practices can really be helpful because that's relieving little bits of stress that are starting to build up. What happens is we don't take those little breaks. We don't keep ourselves in a mindful state throughout the day. And by the end of the day, we're crashing because we've been 
holding everything inside. And it's taking its toll on things such as our body or our mind, our emotions. And again, we want to keep ourselves in a place where we can come back after we've had a little rest. And how about the spirit? What would it mean to be well in your spirit? Spiritual health is important and I think not talked about enough even here. And it's really having that energetic lightness in you, in your being, and having a real connection to, I'm going to say the universe. I know I would say God, it can be any of those types of ways of thinking beyond yourself, something greater than yourself. We get so wrapped up, especially when we are anxious in our own little mind, our own little body, our own little life, and it gets tighter and tighter and tighter. If we can take a step back and see that big picture of life, the big life, source, God, universe, call it what you will, but find a way to think about the bigger picture. Maybe you get that through religion. Maybe you get that through philosophy. Maybe you get that through just being in nature and feeling the vastness and how little we really are in the big picture. And if you can experience this lightness and a sense of purpose, you'll have what we can call bliss. That can be bliss in your life. And then you open even more. And this would be spiritual wellness. So I want to leave you today with some ways that I want you to remember to relieve your stress. Try to remember these four little areas, if you will. Your body. I want you to nourish your body, exercise it, make sure you get the sleep. You know these things, but are you doing them? That's the question. I know them too, and I have to remind myself. Sticky notes. <laughs> That's my way. And emotions. I want you to have a way to relieve your stress emotionally. And that would be asking for help if you need it. I know when I was anxious, I didn't ask for help. Of course, again, nobody was talking about these things, but I didn't even let my partner in on what I was struggling with. I just kept it all in, something I had to figure out for myself. There was something weird with me. But no, open up and ask for help. And practice your self-care. That will help you emotionally. And in your mind, I want you to relieve stress in your mind by journaling or setting boundaries, understanding and keeping your priorities straight. And making a plan to manage your time can let your mind rest. And finally, spiritually, to relieve your stress Make time for things that you love to do and connect with others who are doing something fun and you can join in or just head out and do something that is fun for you, that makes you feel light. 
meditate and pray. Make time for this in your day. I hear it all the time. I don't have time. Well, if you don't have time, as the Dalai Lama said, if you don't have an hour to meditate, you need two. So there we go. We need to make time for our spiritual selves and spend time in nature for that also. Be inspired and remember that you are here and you have a purpose and you may not know it today, but you can let yourself continue to follow the path and unfold. We are never done. We are always taking another step and unfolding one more of those 1,000 petals. I hope today's show was helpful for you, and I look forward to being back with you really soon. And now for today's quote. The mind should be allowed some relaxation, that it may return to its work all the better for the rest. And that's from Seneca. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 